have you gone? Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Something With Tea. We haven't done this for a while. Yes, this is Something With Tea episode 13. Unlucky for some. (laughs) (laughs) So what have you been up to with your cute dressing gown onesie with bare ears? (laughs) We're currently filming this of of a work night. So I have recoiled back into my cocoon of fuzzy animal onesie. Oh, <laughs> work, going to the gym. Um, I, I went on holiday last week wow. to the Lake District. That was very nice. <gasps> Took the dog. Yay. It was very I saw good. Some pictures that looked really nice. It looked like you had a really nice time. Yeah, got very wet with all the rain, but it was kind of great. <laughs> and it must be nice to be away, away from people and away from work. Oh my goodness, yes. Just away from everything. From away just, from everything. Just surrounded by mountains. That's amazing. I love mountains. How have you been? Well, yeah, good. Really good. I feel good. A lot's changed in the last couple of months, but a lot's still the same. Uh, my children are adorable. They're at school, which is great. Yay! School should be every day. <laughs> when did we last record an episode? It was the 18th of August. I looked it up. Ooh, okay. Does that mean I was in Israel when we recorded it? I think you were just about to go. It's been a roller coaster since then to now. <laughs> really? I've changed a lot. I've changed a lot about the way I eat, um, which is good. I decided to come off of gluten and sugar. And um, so I haven't eaten gluten or sugar in two months. Oh, wow. The downside of this is there's no dessert. But the good side is all my allergies have gone since giving up gluten and sugar. Oh, wow. I can breathe. I mean, I've never been able to breathe through both nostrils before. Like, I can't remember a time in my oh, life wow. where I could breathe through both nostrils. And um, my cat allergies have gone. Oh, my goodness. Oh. That's amazing. I used to live with cats and I used to have this permanent cold kind of feeling. Like, always have, like, runny nose, runny eyes, itchy eyes. And then when I moved away from cats, all of a sudden I could breathe. And then when I was exposed again to a cat, it was the worst allergic response to I had to be hospitalized to get you know a nebulizer so I could breathe properly yeah and I haven't been able to be around cats since until a couple of weeks ago I went to visit Mandy and she has a cat and I sat in the lounge no allergy symptoms nothing no itchy eyes no runny nose no allergy feeling you know that kind of allergy feeling gone and I haven't taken an antihistamine tablet in two months. And I haven't used my aspirin inhaler in two months. Okay, so no gluten, no sugar seems to be the way to go. Well, it seems to be the way to go for me. I mean, obviously, this is quite an individual thing, I think. You know, some people have different levels of uh, intolerances and allergies and things. I don't think I was in any way allergic to gluten in the way that a celiac is allergic. Mm. And they have serious problems but certainly a low level intolerance that was stimulating cortisol production or what do you call it histamine and that was making me um you know all the extra allergens this is my theory i don't know if it's <laughs> make the extra allergens that I was exposed to would then send me over the edge with cats or dust mites or pollen or horses so now i'm just I'm so happy I can breathe. It's just amazing. Yeah. That's the best thing. It's amazing. It really is. So that's all happened since our last episode. That happened in September, October, and now it's November. And so far, so good. At the moment, I don't have any intention to give up breathing. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's kind of important. I've never been able to breathe through both 
both nostrils, which is a quite a novel experience, which is why I keep doing it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> In honour of the 13th episode, I thought we could talk about some of our influences. I want to mention, you know, one of my influences for getting into podcasting or making a journey of of discovery of self so that I've, you know, made certain changes in my life over the last couple of years. Yeah. And um, I thought in general, we could talk about the cult of celebrity. Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) One of the people who led me down the rabbit hole of self-discovery or listening to podcasts is Russell Brand. Why I was thinking this could be a cool thing to talk about is because I went to see him last week on uh, Wednesday night. Oh, what? Jealous? Yeah, I know. I've even got a, so jealous. I was in the second row. It was at the. I had amazing last Thursday night at the Pavilion in Bournemouth. Ah, oh, I would have come with you <laughs> if I'd only known. I would have bought you a ticket, <laughs> but I got tickets. The show. I didn't really pay attention to what time the show started, and then a couple of days before, I checked the tickets. Like six p.m. start. Six p.m. Who starts the show at six p.m.? <laughs> That's a really awkward time because, you know, I've got kids coming mm. back from school, making them dinner. It's like, how am I going to get that organised and get to a show by 6pm? One of my children has like an um, after school club, so they don't actually finish till 5.45. But then I've still got to get to Bournemouth and this babysitter can't get to me until 5pm yeah. and I've got to get into Bournemouth by 6pm. Now, babysitter's a few minutes late and I'm like I'm there like by the door completely dressed ready to go I comes I'm like I've got to go I'm gonna be late out the door get in the car and start driving I can feel the stress building up in my body and I know I'm gonna hit the traffic and yeah the traffic was awful and it was painful and I kept seeing the time going up and up and up 1750 1752 1753 1754 oh no I'm not gonna make it I need to park and it's gonna be to the wire anyway the the traffic got so bad that it it starts to say like after 18 so it's 604 and I'm like 604 no what am I gonna do so so I'm just gonna (laughs) hope that the Russell Brand's also running late. I got such bad stress and road rage that I cut a woman up. I was, it was awful. It was oh, terrible. No. My driving was insanely bad. I felt really guilty for the rest of the journey that I'd cut this woman up and all this stress and cortisol that was running through my body. And I really noticed it more, I think, because I've come off of sugar and I think sugar is quite a big factor in me feeling stress and now I'm trying to stay away from stress as much as possible because when I am stressed I reach to sugar so it's like it's trying to stay away from stress as I'm getting really stressed I can feel the stress and I know I don't want to be stressed but I'm doing behaving really badly driving really badly it's better to miss the event you yeah. know staying alive <laughs> missing the event yeah staying alive number one priority <laughs> so I made it to the pavilion there was a parking space right outside the YMCA before I got to the pavilion. Oh, amazing. I pulled in, I parked. There's a parking meter. So I'm like app on my phone, trying to memorize the number on the parking meter, trying to access it, get the parking done. Your transaction is not validated. Please try oh, again. I'm, trying. <laughs> I'm really, really trying to stay calm. Breathe. <laughs> I put in my credit card number again and I forget to tick the box. I am not a robot. And then it times out because I've tried too many times. I'm taking too long. So I have to start the whole, the correct vehicle, not the old vehicle. got the correct vehicle. Get the card number. Validated the parking. 
get my friend, go into the venue. Like they, the doors are open, everyone's going in and sitting down and it's like, phew, we've made it. I sat down, breathe. And then um, I open the app just to check and it says, your parking will be finished in three minutes. What? <laughs> oh no. So luckily I spotted that, corrected it and um, waited for Russell Brand to come on. It was so nice yeah. to be there and um, have a night out. We're in the second row. So we were so close Ooh. to him. He had a break in his set and actually came down into the audience and came down at the point where we were sitting and stood opposite us, which was quite fun, but also really, really weird. Like the cult of celebrity. People just swarmed wow. down from their seats to get a pit. People were like, like both sides yeah. queuing. There was queues forming and come down the front of the row. First of all, I haven't been around people for two years. So like the fact of being around people was quite oh, tense. Oh my God. Yeah, and then have all these people coming up to hug Russell Brand. It was just a bit weird. I don't know. I even though yeah, I was there, like right there, I didn't feel system. like I should jump over the chairs and hug him. But I do. I would love to have a conversation with him yeah. sometime and say thank you because, as I said, he has influenced me and my journey, getting into podcasting and finding some amazing people. Russell Brand introduced me to Brene Brown. Yeah. And that was two and a half years ago, I'm going to say. And I listened to that podcast and then I went back and listened to Brené Brown's TED Talks on vulnerability and shame. Life-changing TED Talks, really. Life-changing TED Talks. Some, there's some really good stuff out there that you can find. Yeah, 100%. So from him, Brené Brown. From Brené Brown, I found some other amazing people. And Brené Brown has an amazing podcast, Unlocking Us. And she has another one for business people called Dare to Lead. You might want to check that out. It's a really good podcast too. And Russell Brand's podcast on Luminary is an amazing podcast. Um, he talks to some amazing people. I remember listening to one of the podcasts about a guy who works in maximum security prisons, giving um, workshops with prisoners and inviting men in from outside the prison to join these four-day workshops. And um, he was talking to, I think, John somebody, I can't remember his name, but he's made um, a documentary film called The Work. That film just blew me away as well. Watching these men in a maximum security prison go through and do deep work in a workshop setting with prisoners and men who are not prisoners coming together and working together. It was just so, just felt so right. They had this tribal kind of gathering and meeting and it just felt like that's what we're missing. We're really missing community in our society. We're really missing the opportunity for men to work together and for women to work together. I mean, I really like, we've talked about her before, Kasha's workshops. Yeah. So Kasha Biniak, if you want to look her up, has some amazing free content on her website for courses yeah she does and she also has a mistress group training video which i think is completely free and you can sign up and join that and then you can create your own mistress group which which i did and it was just such a positive experience anyway long story short i really really loved seeing russell brand who was hilarious he talked a lot about lockdown and what people did in lockdown and politics and, you know, his his view is it's not a matter of conservative or Labour. 
the whole system's broken. We need revolution or something. We've got to fix it a different way. And I think he very much believes in grass in communities and global local economy and local governing that needs to replace the the big um, corporate system. It's going to be hard to implement that. Yeah, <laughs> just a tiny bit. But um, he seems quite passionate about it. It was nice seeing that on stage. Yeah, I can see where he's got a celebrity cult following. I'm not sure I would want to be in his cult, but I, I do appreciate a lot of what he has to say. Yeah. What about you, Steph? Do you have any celebrities that you uh, adore? Um, What's that book you were reading? Tell me about the book. Okay, so it's called Existential Kink. Existential Kink. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not kind of what you would think it's about. <laughs> um, so it's basically, it looks at your stresses in life as not something to be stressed over it's very much in the view of um like sexually most things you have kinks over are things that are taboo and things that if they weren't in that situation would be incredibly stressful Mm -hmm. so it kind of turns that concept on its head and how you can utilize that in real life it's a way of accepting your stress and and managing it in your daily life it's it's really really good even the first couple of chapters i i sent it to you because i was like you have to read this book it's on (laughs) my list so good do it it's amazing existential kink who's it by it's by carolyn elliott carolyn elliott okay i'll check that out i've got about five books on the go at the moment i've got so so many that i need to finish got any good fiction most of my books aren't fiction they're hang on let me have a look so I've obviously got Kasha's book because everyone needs Kasha's book. Mm-hmm. Existential Kink. I've got From Here to Eternity and The Smoke Gets in Your Eyes by Caitlin Doty. And she's a mortician. Mm-hmm. So those are amazing mm-hmm. books. I've got The Panic Years, which I've touched mm-hmm. on before. Fuck No, which we've touched on. Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, which we have touched on. Yeah. This much is true by Miriam Margulies, which I'm actually really enjoying. Is that funny? She's funny, isn't she? She is funny. Um, it's it is good, but it's also quite like she's quite vulnerable in it. Yeah, no, mm. it's very good. <laughs> I've just finished reading Daisy May Cooper's autobiography account that's called "Don't Laugh, You'll Only Encourage Her," and that was oh, wow. I really loved it. I I I I I don't know who put me on to Daisy May Cooper. She went viral at some point because she'd she was having an argument with her publisher and it was quite funny to listen to her ranting. I had it for a, you know um, a couple of weeks and then I started reading it and I read it within like two or three sittings. Yeah, really really easy and fun and enjoyable, really loved reading that. And I think my goal is now to leave my phone out of my bedroom and take a book to bed. That's my motto, is take a book to bed. Yeah, definitely. I would do that, but I like my Audible. (laughs) I like my Audible too. And I I listen to books. I find they put me to sleep and then I don't know where I am in the book. I never use it at night and I really should. Well, I've decided to leave my phone out my bedroom put it far away from my bed, either on the landing or downstairs in the kitchen. And then when my alarm goes off, I actually have to get up to turn it off. That's one good thing. Yeah, that's definitely good. And another thing is that I don't have the desire to doom scroll. Although the last couple of nights, I must admit, I have been doom scrolling. Do you know what doom scrolling is? Yeah, I'm awful for that. What is the point 
I want to do something specific on my phone. Yeah. Then it means, I don't know, check an email, send a message, reply to a message, buy something. And then I end up just scrolling on my phone and not really doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Just like randomly looking at random stuff on Instagram and sometimes YouTube videos, but it's just awful. There's absolutely no point. Or eBay. I find myself scrolling on eBay like endlessly. Yeah. Endlessly. Oh, I'll just see if they've got any um, butterflies for sale. Oh yeah, I'm I'm bad on eBay too. I go for cameo brooches. I've been I've been obsessed with cameo brooches. It's like. So I just see if I've got any nice cameo brooches. For <laughs> just have a quick look. And that quick look turns into an hour of just randomly scrolling. Ooh. So the answer is to not take my phone to bed at all. Take a book to bed. Yep. Take a book to bed. That's going to be the title of this podcast. Take a book to bed. Take Russell Brand to bed. <laughs> I haven't read his Revolution books, but when his first book came out, I was mm. quite young. Well, I was about... 14, 15. Mm. Um, and I remember I worked in a charity shop. I say worked. It was volunteering. And um, weirdly, I, I remember buying Russell Brand's two books from there. And I'd half mentioned it to my mum that I was interested in in reading them because I loved Russell Brand when I was a young teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, loved him. Mm-hmm. And she she was just like, no, you're not reading the books. He's a bad influence because that's when he was kind of going off the rails. <laughs> it's like, no, you're absolutely not reading them. So um, So I bought them both and hid them. <laughs> <laughs> and read them and I think I've still got them somewhere oh very rebellious of you <laughs> yeah well quite a lot of the celebrities that I liked when I was um young teenager were not the kind of celebrities that a young teenager should really like I don't know I, I was into when I was a teenager River Phoenix who had a massive drug overdose and didn't think that was quite a famous uh tragedy yeah um Johnny Depp oh everyone loved Johnny Depp though Axel Rose. I had an Axel Rose. Oh, amazing. Before he was portly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had the biggest crash on Noel Fielding. Oh, he's so young. cute on Bake Off. I think I've got a bit of a crush on him now. <laughs> yeah, but this is before Bake Off. This is in the mighty bush and weird and niche and no one knew who he was. I had the biggest crush on him ever and I now own one of his signed art books and I randomly ran into him in a pub oh. and yeah got a hug and a kiss on, a, on the cheek of him so my 14 year old self was screaming <laughs> <laughs> that was the best day of my of my life oh. but he wasn't there because of bake-off when you were 14 he wasn't doing bake-off then no 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 two years ago so you weren't teenage, you were just like, your teenage yeah. self was like, ah. Yeah, my 14-year-old inner self was like just screaming. Inner self, your inner child <laughs> was like, oh my God. My inner child was screaming. Your adult self was, oh, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> he walked in and I hadn't seen him and I just heard his voice and That's I literally nice. looked at my mum and went, I know that voice. I know that voice. <laughs> yeah, guess who I met when I was a teenager? Do it. Well, it's kind of, a, it's, it's, it's on the same yes. level as Noel Fielding. You know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, I met Richard O'Brien and served him lunch and got his autograph. Oh my God, that's amazing. I, I was obsessed with the Crystal Maze when I was a t- Did you ever heard that's of so the Crystal cool. Maze? I have done the Crystal Maze in Manchester. Ooh. It was a work team bonding thing and it was great. <laughs> yeah, so he did the original, the TV series and I... They had this big event and I went to do the catering with a catering company and I served him shepherd's pie. Yeah. And I gave him a very large portion. 
and he was very grateful and gave me his autograph on the back of a, a menu. Oh my god, that's amazing. I still have that somewhere. I met Mike Myers. I met Mike Myers, you know, Austin Powers. That's cool. Before he became famous, I met him. So yeah. That's so cool. He came to the UK and was um, doing a comedy skit on a t- kids' TV show, which I was on when I was 11, 10 or 11 or 12. And I got his autograph. Wow. And then he left that, went back to the States and went to America and got on Saturday Night Live and became famous with Wayne's World and all that and then massively famous with Austin Powers and Shrek and all that. So, so but I'd met him before we started all that. Yeah. I'm sorry to have to end it here, but I think I have to go and um, be a parent and put my children to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this has been a cool um, chat. Thank you for listening to me <laughs> oh no you are always interesting to listen to thank you i've enjoyed chatting and i've got loads more to talk about yeah, more things celebrity i'll try my best to um update the links and all that and speak to you next time yeah speak to you thank next you. time thanks everyone for listening bye